Fuck this day. Why? Yes, the No, what? This is this is no man, no man. Hey, no man, no man. I die. No man, no man, no man. Hello and welcome all once again to the High Charisma Low Intelligence Podcast. As always, I'm Lewis. I'm Daniel. And I'm Josh. And today we are joined by two very special guests. We have our very own cleric of IT. If you'd like to introduce yourself. Hey, I'm <clears throat> Jesus. You're Jesus? <laughs> yeah, I'm Jesus. Look, I even oh. got the Jesus member. No, no, I'm uh, Frank, better known as Lewis said. I'm the cleric of IT, so I take care of most behind-the-scenes stuff regarding computers. Did you know that computers are cool? <laughs> and we also have our most latest qualified DM, one Mr. Scorchy. If you'd like to introduce yourself. Hello, I'm... Uh, I'm the Paladin of Music, uh, one of the three that help uh, write the music for the podcast, kind of behind the scenes. Yeah. And I, as he said, I just qualified for DM uh, two days ago. Yeah, that was, such a, oh. that was actually such a fun game. Can we just talk about that game for like a hot <laughs> second? <laughs> oh. Just a hot second. Monkey. Yeah. <laughs> monkey. I still haven't monkey. forgiven him for not giving me monkey. Oh, <laughs> you bet. <laughs> True. Forever a little uh, bit salty. <laughs> I'm really, I was really surprised, but also not surprised. I think it was just good timing because a bunch of people have been playing this monkey game. Yeah, it was perfect timing. It was and, really then, and we get a monk monkey. It was also um one of my friends who plays monkey games first time watching a DM qualification game. Oh yeah, and then she did into monkey. 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 But like literally, the, the minute the minute you were like, "Oh, you see that you're a monkey," I was looking at the chat, and it was just like monkey, 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 and it was like, everyone was just yeah. going crazy. Yep, <laughs> that is hilarious. So, um, how, so how how do you feel like that game went there, Scorchy? Um, <laughs> so I was very. Uh, I feel like from a DM standpoint, like how I did personally, I feel like I. Uh, I was able to have a lot of fun with the players I got uh, handed to me. I had a lot of fun, you know, working off of them, off of you, the two of you in here, yeah. And uh, Luca kind of turned the game in a direction I wasn't quite prepared for. Oh, and, that was, uh, like, I for, for a second that that was, like, planned. But, like, I, then... It, and then he, he, he took it a step further, and I saw your face. I was like, oh, he was not ready for this. He was no, not ready for this at all. Yeah, no, Luca pulled out the whole <laughs> finger gun to the kid's head. That there's a clip of that up on, on the Twitch channel. I watch it I've I've watched that about ten times because I think I like I I'm in tears laughing from that. Because so, it was so it was unexpected. Hilarious. It was really funny. Um, I, I was not yeah. expecting that to happen. Same. Me either. Me either, and I'm the DL the DM. <laughs> <laughs> but um no, he messaged me after that happened. Was like, "Hey, fair warning, I'm gonna join the warlock side at the end." <laughs> oh no! Oh. Nice. And I was like, "Oh, all right. Oh. I guess we're, I guess we're going." Guess we're but doing it up, yeah, but it ended up making a really interesting ending. You know, I, it, it was unfortunately I had to cut the dungeon a bit short because of time, but I feel like it worked out anyway. Just how a with how uh, Luca was sprinting through and towards Warlock with, oh with Gala on his back. 
Can we just take a second to appreciate that Lambo actually managed to convince an entire town that he was going to kill a child with just his fingers? True. <laughs> yeah, like, that was like... <laughs> I was thinking about that too, but literally he had cast light on his face, so his face was just glowing, and he had his <laughs> hood up, so he was just like glowing face, sheep creature thing, you know? So I, I figured that was enough intimidation for the townspeople to be like, alright, he's serious. Yeah, and, and the and the fact that like um when he first did guiding bold xander was like he has hooves but i was like but then i was like but no like the sheep like it's an anthropomorphic sheep so it has like functioning hands so right. it's just a woolly hand just like this <laughs> pointing to a kid's head it was crazy <laughs> it also was like i think frank's still recovering from the ending yeah i'm i'm still blown away by that i did not expect to full to turn full chicken <laughs> juxtaposition. Oh, really most mostly because during the ending, while well, everyone was having this big epic showdown with like the warlock and all these elaborate plans, Chicken was just like, <laughs> yeah, raging blindly barbarian, swing, blindly swinging at hobgoblins in the dark. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think that the imagery of just a buff chicken was just was, like just in the dark, a gigantic muscular chicken just flailing around the <laughs> sword, having no idea where anybody is, just being like, ah! Yeah, I, love that. I had just Fearing disappeared to go outside for a cigarette. I left everything on in my room. When I come back, I just come back to the chicken going, I can't see anything! <laughs> uh, yeah, oh. no, it was it was a fun time. I knew I would, I thought it would be fun too, to have the at least one character with no dark yeah. reasons. It was it yeah. was great. It just um like turned out to be a bit I want don't want to say rough, but like for me it was a bit rough because obviously I took over the stream from right. Josh, and so I had a second yeah. monitor where I could actually see everything, and it was like okay, don't look at that, don't look at that, don't look at that. Yeah, just like don't look over to my left. Yeah, yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed it with playing with you guys and watching i and uh i watched it back a little bit earlier and i it's weird being a thing i always think about as a dm is like oh like i never see expect to do as well as i do not to you know be narcissistic or anything but i think i end up doing a way lot better than i expect um it's just kind of this mentality that that's hard to get through my head where it's like i need to I think, it's, really that's just saying, I think it's more you're being pessimistic towards yourself. Mayhaps, yeah. Yeah. Probably. Like, I think, I I think you did a fantastic job. You did, yeah, you did brilliantly. But I've, that's um, always something you're gonna, like, feel after a game ends. Mm -hmm. Because I, after my DM qualification game, I had exactly the same feeling. Like, there's so much stuff that you want to incorporate, but you can't because obviously it's a three-hour one-shot. Right. And you're always gonna sit there with that slight um, pang of regret of what if mm -hmm. I had didn't done X instead of Y. Well, like obviously, like you said, you you had your own DM qualification games. Like, what was that like for you? And maybe like you and Scorchy might have a few things that went similar or different. Or like, once you talk about your experience there, Dutch. Um, Scorchy definitely had a lot more prepared than I did <laughs> because um. It was for me. It was a bit off the fly. Like it was the second one, and it was mostly because there wasn't actually someone who was able to fill in that weekend. 
So that's the entire reason I stepped in because I um, have this uh, world fought out, which is a um, an adventures guild world. So it's um, for the D and D adventures guild rule set of uh, you don't have an overarching plotline; you have quests that you do. And I just took one of those, uh, one of the meme quests we made, and turned that into a one shot. So all I had um, saved out was like, okay, it, it's Kenkus. There's gonna be a, be a beholder somewhere. There's gonna be scarecrow somewhere. Good luck. <laughs> and you had you had a good group of players as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Especially because there was a Kenku in the party, and I had all these jokes fought out inside the Kenku villagers, and he just copied half of those jokes to keep them <laughs> running. Did you have a JoJo reference in there as well? Yeah, there was a couple. It was so <laughs> annoying because I was the one who was hosting said uh, that stream that I just didn't play any of the JoJo sounds on my soundboard because that was the perfect timing to do those. Oh, most likely. Uh, if only, if only people could use soundboards. Yeah. Oh, it would be chaotic though having like a bunch of just well, chap using one. <laughs> chap is going to be using one in his actual game as his. Uh, that's Chuck Kenku. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that. Nice. That's actually insane. That is kind of the catalyst know. that caused everybody else to get swords in the server. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Regrets. Yeah, but um, yeah, on the on the. Sorry, you go first. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I'll just say with oh, you. Right. You say oh, you felt right. really unprepared. No. Oh yeah. Oh, What's I wrong? think Josh's internet just did a no. Nope. Uh, <laughs> oh, his no, internet just went. Ha ha. Maybe not. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, he's frozen. No uh, more. No yeah. more hosting for Josh. No more. <laughs> no more stream. Oh still... dear. On me. Uh, says we're still live. Yeah, uh, the... we, just have, we have the. Yeah. You have the no camera. Um, which one do I use then? Which what, what are you talking about? Like which scene? Uh, the the one that has the shelves on it. Is that in the Streamlabs thing? It should be for the account, yeah. It should have shelves, and there's there's like a little bit of like shrubbery up the top. I don't think I even have it. Um. Oh, yeah, Josh's internet just fully died on him. I'm guessing. Yeah. Oh, there he is again. I'm going to murder my internet. Should uh, we hand the... the? Josh, are you able to sense um scenes for Streamlabs using Discord? Uh. The stream's still running, but yes, you, you actually know you can't. But all the stream the scenes are there. They're still through the same thing. Oh wait, it's it's. Oh, I have to swap the thing for podcasts. I see now. Yes, <laughs> we are back. We are back now. Genesis comment. We're live. Like one, want me to take it over from you? The oh, streaming. Right. We're doing. I've seen any time this is going to occur tonight, so we'll see how it goes. If it happens again, you can switch over. Okay. One more chance, Josh. It's your last chance to stream. Uh, so before before we cut out, Squirty, you were about to 
talk more about DMing and stuff like that. Right. So I was going to comment because Dutch Nail, you said that you felt really unprepared. And given your circumstances, that's probably mostly why. But even me, I... I I've just been busy the entire week because I I this week before my slot. Oh yikes! Um, so I had like basically a week to set up everything, and I just got a job like this month. Uh, so I'm kind of just all over the place. So I felt yeah. like really unprepared and really like oh I feel like I can do more. There's so I'm in what I in what at my old profession I used to be a theater major and uh, we had this thing called uh personality colors um mm-hmm. and i'm definitely in we called it orange for me because of the people that like they need to keep working and they never they're always doing something and their work is never done until their deadline hits you know and that's how i always work so i'm always like there could be this that i could add and i always am seeing stuff that i could have added or made better so yeah Right, I think even even with the, the the short amount of time that you had to prepare, I think the M product was 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 pretty good. I think I had like one of the higher view counts that we've had recently yeah. as well. I think at one point I saw we had like thirty something viewers yeah. at one point, and, and the chat was extremely extremely busy. Like it was it was such a good show. mostly going like, monkey, mo- mostly going monkey, but. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, the chat was that busy that I actually crashed Twitch on my laptop. Really? That's so funny. Yeah. I had to load it on my PlayStation just so I could actually yeah, we, watch we it. we hit 42 viewers that stream. Oh, yeah. wow. That's not bad at all. Honored. I'm very honored that my game was that entertaining and very happy that I was able to, as with the, obviously the help of the players, because it wasn't just me who was keeping it up, but... But while we're on things um, that we had prepared, Frank, I'm sure you weren't prepared for the uh, Beholder dying that quickly. No, no, definitely not. I um, took like, um, as me and my mates called it, a baby Beholder. So like, it's it's a Beholder, but its stat blocks are like lowered. So a party of four level three characters can actually put up a fight. And then, oh, I can't even remember what the special guest was on my stream. It was Jonas. No, no, no. Jonas was yeah, the stream Jonas afterwards. Was special guest. No, I had um, Ventus's uh, friend. Yeah, but you still had Jonas in there. Who, oh, yeah, yeah. It was uh, Luca, Ventus's friend, Ventus, Jonas. Yeah, um, Ventus's friend just one shot it from like three quarters oh, HP. Yeah, 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 Lemmy. Yeah. She one-shot oh, it from three-quarters HP. That was HP. so funny. <laughs> and I just sat there in silence for, I think, an entire minute. But it might have been longer. And just because I couldn't... Screen. I have this from... Mother. Oh, wait, wrong one. I can't see this one. <laughs> there it is. Ecologically good. Physically, it has been. I'm just... <laughs> yeah, the pirate dwarf. <laughs> I'm just yeah. Okay, it's not real, um... just like the touch of a woman. Ventus' <laughs> <laughs> Vent, oh. character was like he was committed to that, and the fact that he then brought it back like two games later during an intermission with myself, Grunkle, and Vlad for a the intermission show. Like I think, no, I think yeah. every team has had like one character that people just absolutely love. Yeah. Like in the, in the first game, it was Lucas Onion. 
Then we had like Nova from Rin's game. We had Ventus yeah. Pirate from your, your game, Dutch. From Eggy's Monkey. game. We had, we had, we had Timmy now. <laughs> it was actually a lot game. mixed in uh, that one. It was between Timmy now and Lambo, even yeah. though they were named the Lamb. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it got to the point where like you were like, oh, Ardia, and Luca would just not respond to it. He just go, it's yeah, Lambo. and I'd be like, yeah. it's Lambo sorry, now. Lambo. <laughs> but like, I think I think what I think made your game so good is that even when stuff was crazy, you were laughing with us. Like you, you were like when people were like joking around, you were enjoying it as much as we were. You weren't like trying to keep like this professional dm role you were like when when he when he got the kid like you nearly fell off your chair you were laughing that hard <laughs> like, yeah, yeah definitely and, and the fact that you were just were you were so calm and you were like you were like this is i can't believe it's happening but keep going like i think that's yeah. what really like like cemented the game for you mm. i'm glad yeah i love i love working I, I used to do a lot of improv as well, so I'm kind of used to do it going, yes, and, you know. Yes, mm-hmm. and. I think that's the most important thing for DMs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. also just, I'm a very down-to-earth person in general, and I like to apply that to my, any leader leadership role, like uh, DMing or anything. Yeah, do, I like, and I like, I like how you do, like, the brutal, like, you do a lot of, like, really cool homebrew rules, like, mm-hmm. the critical. I don't include that in my game because I never really got how that worked. Same. Um, it's fair. That's fair. It's it's a fun. I like doing stuff like that because it gives the players a lot of like. It makes them feel awesome because it's so underwhelming when you get a, a nat twenty, and then you roll two ones. That's so underwhelming. So mm-hmm. I like adding the brutal. Sort of, yeah, I. But I also don't like max damage because that feels kind of cheeky, you know. So at least there's some variability. Are there any yeah. home rules that you bring to your game, Frank? Or games you have done before? Um, as long as it's... I'm like... How do I word this? English very, very difficult for monkey. Um, <laughs> okay. As long as it's balanced in the world, I'm essentially cool with everything. If you can give me a good reason why it should be there, if that makes sense, yeah. then... I'm yeah. I'm fine with it. So like um uh, taking my one shot for an example. Um Luca was like a monk, I believe. And he had this yeah. wok a Chinese wok pen that he wanted to use as like um an improvised club. And I was like, yeah, sure. It makes sense for his character and it's still a monk weapon. Or like a martial weapon or whatever the qualifications are for it. So that was then it's all good in my book, so it's balanced, it fits with his character, it suits in the world, because obviously people need to eat. Yeah, and, and he just, yeah, yeah. so chicken. Well, yeah. It, what, what, then there's like, also it, it the, the um, yeah, Genku. There's also the chicken having his, uh, I forgot what it's called, the, uh, bit yeah, above the head. Cloak. Yeah, it just, <laughs> just light up on fire. Yeah, it was oh, insanely okay. cool. And then even when in Scorchy's game, when he was talking about Lambo and like doing like flavoring for the spells and yeah. stuff, you were oh. like, yep, go for it. You know, Luca's all about his his flavoring with his characters. Yeah, <laughs> he always has such like off the wall characters. It's always fun. It's yeah. insane. 
we we just gotta follow GM Jerry. Just followed us. Yeah, yeah. I heard the the big sounds. Isn't yeah, that, I had it. Too. Isn't that quite a big one as well? Um. Okay. So yeah. So Jonas just asked scary DM stories, DM moments that were scary for you or your party. Mm. I think okay. myself, Dutch, and Scorch are the only three who DM. So. <laughs> I mean, I'm um, unless you just have stories from your campaign, but if if Scorch, you want to go first, um, I guess when I think scary, I think like, oh, I'm about to lose my entire party. Um, we had in one of my games that I run currently with some of my friends in real life. Um, mm-hmm. we ran a game of um, they were new players, so they started with uh, trying to remember the name, Lost Minds of Fendelver. Uh, uh, and we got to the part with the green dragon. <clears throat> um, it was a bard Kalashdar, a monk, wood elf, a artificer dwarf, and a um, what was the other one? What's the other one? Uh, a half elf ring rogue. And they were all uh, the the. The bard accidentally hit Thunderwave on the tower where the dragon sleeps, so the dragon just comes out of nowhere while they're fighting a bunch of ash zombies and and a giant spider's crawling after them. And this big, like, young green dragon flies out and is like, you entered my domain. And starts um, attacking them in one breath attack. Mm -hmm. He hits three of my players. Oh, um, God. And he rolled, like, 50 damage. Or something like that, and they're level three characters. So, like, they have like at most like thirty health. Right. Um. Not even. But um. Yeah. Oh, Pastel Lunar was the Bard Kalashdar. Yeah. But uh, we um. The Artificer succeeded and used Absorb Element, so he was fine. But then the other two failed, and they both simultaneously die. Like, like just straight oh, up, just straight up. They they pass their health and then a, and then half their health, so it was just insta death for them. Ouch! But they had oh, found a revivify scroll, so they like the dragon. I was like, okay, I have to get this dragon out of here because there's only two players left. And yeah. uh, the dragon's like, I'll be back for my stuff. Leave now or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, they had to. They had one revivify scroll, so they had to pick between the two characters. Oh. On who to revive. Oh, that's that's rough. That's trauma. Imagine yeah. being the person they didn't choose. It's just kind of like, oh, oh well. Uh. <laughs> um, if if we have a second, I actually, it ended up being really, really freaking cool how okay. how I was able to incorporate it. So, it was between the monk Wood Elf, who was already technically undead, mm-hmm. and then the Bard Kalashdar, who had like the whole character thing was that they had a double personality so when combat happened it was the the quarry soul and like this aggressive ragey soul and then it would switch after combat and be this like very kind gentle the actual person okay um they chose to revive the monk and what happened was the quarry soul left the body of the kaloshtar and was like and was like you killed her you why did you do this? What happened? And ended up possessing the body of that of the um of the Kalashdar. Oh Jesus. And then oh, wow. 
together with the help of the NPCs and the druid that's supposed to be there, that dragon comes back and they defeat it. And I didn't, I didn't like even like uh, nullify the or uh, debuff any of the dragon stuff. They just had a bunch of people fighting it at once. They're able to kill it, and they use the dragon's heart to create this gem to hold the soul of the bard in it. Um, and now she wears it on her neck as her catalyst, and she's now a warlock quarry uh, homebrew race, and their whole goal in the campaign now is to try to revive their friend. Oh, that's actually no, that's really cool. That's actually made me think of something. What if the same scenario of you have a re one revivify squirrel and two party members are down in Luca's big game? Because if you're dead, you're out. Right. It's that, a much yeah. bigger dilemma on the players. Wait, <laughs> I didn't actually know that if you're dead, you're out. Well, oh, you get geez. one. Re you get one free revive, but if you die again, you're gone. Unless you have like a revivify squirrel oh, or some other right. form to revive the person. Which oh, could Jesus. be homebrew. Oh. So if that situation happened in Luca's game, you physically have to choose which one do I want to keep in my party. Right. Oh, oh that's nasty. Oh. I don't like that. <laughs> oh. oh. I hope I never have to make that decision. You know decision. what? We will Knock cross that bridge when we come. When to we it. get to it. For now, don't yeah. bring it up again. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's gonna uh, yeah, cross to die. Oh Jesus! That means I'm actually gonna have to swap up my DM style for um, the big game. Yeah, <laughs> because every campaign that I run as a DM starts with this the the same phrase over and over. Hey, if you mess up, you're gonna die. Like I I run um not brutal crits per se, but brutal monsters. As in, as soon as combat happens, I'll actually try to kill you. <laughs> like there's there's there like you have a lot of dms that like sometimes if it works out for the party fidget rolls or um lowers um health pools just to so give the party a mighty chance try not to get you as a dm for the big game <laughs> i mean i i might um <laughs> <laughs> i just chat and it's bill he's not lying <laughs> <laughs> He's not lying. because <laughs> uh, like I I I try not to do that for my party, but sometimes if like it's been going on for like forty five minutes and like they're all at like ten HP and this guy's still standing, it's like I don't want to do it. So like I I but I I wouldn't like it wouldn't be like a huge huge kind of change. It would yeah. also be like. Some kind of Deus Ex Machina type thing would happen, or like mm -hmm. they would get a blessing from one of the gods that they've helped along the way, or what happen. If if they like give me a reason to like help them out a bit, then sure. But like if it's if it's the first couple of levels and they've not really done anything to like prove themselves, say I'm gonna throw goblins at you at you until you die, man. <laughs> um, do you have any of the DM horror stories? Frank. I have a horror story that for me as a DM was like, bruh, how am I gonna cope with this? Um, I'm running um, currently, uh, what's it called? The Tyranny of Dragon campaign package, which is mm -hmm. Heart of the Dragon Queen and the other one, Rise of Tiamat? Yeah, Rise of Tiamat. And 
you have the the the, the dragon hatch hatchery like the, the the third chapter of heart of the dragon queen where they have to like destroy the eggs of the the dragon that the cult has been helping out etc etc and my players just go hey i'm taking the egg and i'm sitting here like are you sure about that <laughs> So I still have so much work to do regarding, hey, how are they going to erase the dragon? Obviously, it's a chromatic dragon, so it's going to be inherently evil. And we've come up with this point system of like good actions, start leading it towards a more neutral, and once it hits neutral, more good alignment. But bad actions are going to impact it twice as hard, etc., etc. Let's maybe remember one thing that really... Um... Annoy it doesn't annoy me, but it makes me worry as a player is when a DM goes says that your action and you just have like Oh no <laughs> My favorite thing to do is to is to just terrify my players for no reason. It's like, oh I open the door, oh so you you, you touch it with the handle with your hand, like you're you're opening the door yeah. and then go, um, no, I I touch the door with my foot and I and I and I use my elbow, it's like bro, it's just the door. I just wanna yeah. know how you're opening the door. Or, or you do or you take your D twenty, you roll it and you go, hmm, and then don't say anything. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, What does that mean? <laughs> They're walking down the path and you just go, Can I just get like everybody to do a quick perception check for me? Yeah. Half the time I it's nothing. I'm just like Or like make 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 people thing. roll a constitution check out of nowhere and then they just go like <clears throat> Yeah. What was that for? Oh yeah, no, no. What puppet said the amount of times I've had a DM say that to me, it's like, hmm, are you sure you want to do that? Actually, yeah, yeah. Um, let me just rethink. Let me just quickly look through my sheet and see what actually I could do instead. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me just yeah, think yeah. my entire strategy here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's funny. I think that's I... the... Oh, sorry, you go first. No, I, you're fine. Go ahead. Uh, um, I think that's the... Like, I don't do the, hey, are you sure? As soon as said, it's done. Yeah, thing. you have... Yeah. Yeah, you have to be so careful sometimes with what you say, yeah. especially with very <laughs> cautious parties, because the the smallest little like tone change in your voice, they'll they'll be like, "What does that mean?" <laughs> <laughs> or like you know when the when they're because a lot of my like my current players they don't they don't have like different voices to their characters, so a lot of time when they're arguing in out of game, sometimes if, if they're talking about stuff that's happening. In like as if they were their character. I'm like, you know, everybody around you is hearing what you're saying now. So when you're saying I'm gonna go kill that guy, they can hear you. You know yeah. that, right? So it's kind of like a thing where they have to kind of be like, they've gotten to a habit where it's like, okay, out of game, out of game, out of game. So they make sure that whatever they're saying is not in game. Oh, if they don't say amazing. it out of game, I take it that they're saying it as their character. So they've gotten to a point where they're just like uh, out of game. And mm -hmm. I say this, and then I go, okay, well now say it as your character. Yeah. But I think I think oh. for me, like DM horror story for my my characters, for me, like it has to just be the Hellfire engine. I've I know I've mentioned this a good few times, but I just threw a Hellfire engine at my at my players, and it was the first time that one of them dropped to zero hit points, because like they were like, a few of them were like first time players, so I didn't want to like just destroy them. So I was like, you know what, I'll I'll give them like relatively easy stuff, and then they kind of got a bit cocky. They were like, oh yeah, like we're super powerful now, you know. We're like these heroes, and I was like, "Okay, here's a here's something that is literally made to destroy you." And like one of them dropped to zero HP, and they were all like, "I." 
So mm-hmm. for me, like that was a moment where like my players were like, "Oh shit, <laughs> like I... <laughs> we can die in this game, and he's not afraid to kill us because he will." Yep, mm. those are so, always nice yeah. things. I always, I always feel really. I feel like there's this like bullseye on new players heads every time i i run a game for new players it's always them that like <laughs> die first and it's not because they even like are doing bad deci- making bad decisions to kill themselves in any way it's just they just have a target on their head all the time i feel like i oh it's rough because i can't really go in depth about any of the campaigns i currently have going because bill is in the in the stream and he's a player um in the campaign i run and a player in the campaign where i play alongside him you can't really talk about it i don't i don't think any of my players are in the chat right now so i can kind of talk freely yet none of them are here so i can talk freely about the campaign (laughs) oh yeah nice I mean, I've, I'm, uh, like, I'm, as a player, I'm, like, on the other side of the spectrum as well. Like, I'm fine with character death. Like, if you need to kill someone, kill me off, essentially. Because yeah. I've got so many ideas for, um, uh, fun characters or cool characters that I just, uh, that I just ping around in my head that I'm okay with my characters dying so I can whip up a new one. Mm. So, yeah, so we're um the campaign I'm playing in is Descent into a Furnace, and it's yeah. um a friend of mine's first uh DM se- uh, campaign as well, like it's their first time, and uh, you have the entire pre-adventure thing where you're actually in Baldur's Gate, and me and a mate just so like the tavern owner dies at the beginning. Like the of the elf song tavern thing, and me and a friend just took over the tavern. We just went up to one of the bartenders and say, "Hey, we own this now." <laughs> and they just let you have it. Yeah, yeah of my establishment. I played playing a half elf bard in it, and I already had like a plus five or something to charisma, and then I rolled oh, a net no. uh, net twenty three times in a row or something. I went above twenty three times in a row, and it was just like, "Yeah, guess I'm the owner now." Imagine just like walking up to someone being like, "Yes, I own this place." Then they go, "You know what? Fair enough." Yeah, <laughs> the keys, the keys. That's the key to the safe. Yeah, here, just don't take forget to wash the glasses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm running the faceless background in it, and let's just say my persona isn't such a fun guy. Like the 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 um the the thing that he's hiding. Ooh, is is that is that a a custom background or is that no? What... It's from um faceless background. I'm quickly googling it. The advantages of having multiple monitors. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah! I just have my laptop and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Not enough room in my bedroom for like a big old setup like you guys. Oh, have. it's it's actually um uh, my bedroom. It's the room attached to it. Nice. It's actually um, a background from Baldur's Gate as well. Oh, okay. So you basically have a persona as which you adventure, and then you have your um, hidden character. Oh, I didn't know that. And you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll put what it is in the talkie table so you all can actually know what it is. 
Oh, we'll know. <laughs> oh, we will know. Oh. If, if Billy's still on his campaign, I'm sure he can see the channel as well. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, Billy can see it. Oh, oh yeah, alright, you know what, I'll just say it. Anissa Sariel worshipper was... So, like she's on the cover, so I'm just assuming that she's gonna like impact the campaign heavily. Ah, so you're 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 just hoping. I'm just waiting for my moment to betray the entire party. <laughs> <laughs> well, Billy, you know that Frank is gonna betray you yeah. pretty soon. <laughs> Hope watch your back. <laughs> yeah. There's there's this like room in one of the dungeons that we've cleared so far, and it's like. A bunch of cultists and um, this big statue of Sariel in the middle, and they're like led by a devil. And I just went in, closed the door behind me so they couldn't open it anymore, and just went like, "Hey, how about you follow, help me out instead?" <laughs> and the devil yeah. was like, eh, "Okay." You know, fair enough. <laughs> With a high charisma. Hell yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've got the um, the college of. Eloquence, I think it's called. Multi-cla uh, or like. It's like Tasha's cauldron. Yeah, yeah. I I love Tasha's stuff. I think like it's the, so the. Oh, it's so good. Have you have I obviously uh, Lewis and Josh? Have you guys read or seen any of the subclass from Tasha's? Oh, really, haven't seen too much in detail into it. So oh, you, you should the only thing up. I really know is that rangers are getting better because yeah. of the revised ranger. <laughs> oh, sounds like <laughs> you'd look of into. Of course you <laughs> are worried about the ranger. Yeah. Ranger is the best class. I don't know what you're on about. Uh-huh. Ranger uh, what, gets what are, so much hate. What are your guys' favorite classes? We, we know Josh's. Are there any classes that you have a particular fondness oh. for? I I always find myself heading towards wizard. I don't know why. I just I I always multi either I I go full wizard and I like I'll do fun tricks. I just like I like messing with spells and doing different like spell it, like I'm losing my train of thought. I apologize. Um <laughs> just making different builds with wizards. They're really fun and I like them the meticulous like you know, setting stuff up and, like, putting two spells that work really well together. Um, and then getting, like, a wizard with the metamagic adept feat. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the... Yeah, but, um... Currently, even in the in the qualifying games, I'm playing the Bladesinger. Ooh! Yeah, What's... that's pretty cool. What's the Bladesinger really... again? Bladesingers, they're wizards that, um, they have an ability... Their subclass allows them to use a martial one-handed weapon, mm -hmm. and what they can do is uh, they get like uh, AC bonus equal to their intelligence modifier. They get uh, a bonus to their walking speed when they activate their blade song. Um, yeah, they're just they're basically they're wizards who can fight. Wizards, they're DPS oh. wizards. Yeah, nice. So they're a bit like the College of Swords bards. Yeah, yeah, in a way. They're really cool because I love, there's a lot of the, I feel like a lot of spells from Wizards, sorry if I'm rambling, have like, no, no, uh, keep going, man. have like a lot of combat effectiveness, but they feel like they really are more for the wizard to run up to somebody and give it to them. But like, 
I lo- that's why I love I really wanted to play Blade Singer because they have so much fun with their own spells because they have shield they have um blur blur is super cool to use with a blade oh, singer blur, blur is such an overpowered not overpowered but it's such a useful spell to have and not many people yeah. know about it not many right people it's use that. it's such a good spell you literally get just everyone gets a disadvantage to attack you it's just like that mm. sure you waste yeah. you waste a turn to, to activate it but like if you do it at the beginning it doesn't matter and it's not even concentration um just there yeah, and so you can still cast other concentration spells if you and just yeah stuff like that or like activating green clay blade along with it you know you can make a really cool blade singer yeah there those are definitely one of my yeah but uh, if it wasn't wizard I'd probably any of the spellcasters I love playing I just love playing and spellcasters are my are my bread and butter <laughs> so like sorcerers and warlocks and all them oh yeah yeah what about you Lewis probably not going to come as a great shock to people I, I like i've always enjoyed playing rogues <laughs> i just like being that slippery little bugger that can just slide out of the combat run around to the back of all the enemies and just shank someone in the kidneys that's what i prize myself on that and the, the ability to be able to steal from people while i'm stood right in front of them <laughs> nice. yeah how many just hold the conversation and slip your hand in the fuck. Say again. How many of the characters that you've played were rogues? Oh god. Um going back. Too many. I'll try to switch up classes as much as I can, but I do find myself playing rogues quite often. If I've actually quite found uh, quite a nice liking for the Ranger class now after playing a few different Ranger characters. Josh is converting See, people. We're not useless. Orion <laughs> said it has been zero days since Josh Metzen's revised Ranger. True. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah. He's not wrong. Uh, Frank, is there any character, so Josh, any specific class? Like... <laughs> <laughs> class... So Josh. Class-wise, it has to be a bard. But I've always had a soft spot for the Chaos Magic Sorcerer. Yeah. The but that's magic. yeah, but that's because I'm um I have a copy of um the D Jesus Christ how much zeros is that again the D D D ten thousand table um saved in like my bookworks saved yeah in my bookworks yeah send that to me of course yes I love I love <laughs> and it's. It adds so much flavor, basically, if you can pull it off. Yeah. I've had one of my campaigns, like, this is a long time ago before I uh, knew my current playgroup, but I've had one of my campaigns end with the, hey, the nearest star explodes. Because the nearest star is always the sun. Mm-hmm. Well, always. Always. <laughs> and you'll never survive that. Instant, instant death for everyone. <laughs> I've had that happen, and it, it's so painful. I feel like we should let Josh have a bit of a rant about his favorite class. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, just... I, can, I can feel, I can see it. It's pent up in his chest, and he's like, he's like, mm-hmm. please let me talk about the ranger, please. So, Josh, you can take it away. Why do you love the ranger so much? I, I, I know people say that it's useless because compared to the other classes, it has no real uh, special skills and. 
after a certain level, so I'd say about level 8 level to level 10. Once you get past that level cap, rangers aren't very, very useful in combat. But I prefer roleplay over combat, and obviously a ranger have can I can actually develop the flavor a lot better rather than focusing on combat, because in, in combat rangers just like, I'm going to shoot this with my bow, or I'm going to use my owl or whatever you've got as a pet, and owl is one of the better ones in my opinion, um, just to come in, attack, fly away. So rangers don't really get much combat-wise, but a really nice class to play, because I just personally love archery, and I know people are going to go, but you can just play arcane archer, and they're much better. I, I just prefer a ranger for the ability of just sword, bow, simple. You're a simple man. I am simple man. That's why I, I, I typically cannot play a spellcaster, because I am nowhere near dedicated enough to memorize spells. That's fair. Oh. Oh, I don't memorize them. I just sit there with a massive list and just scroll <laughs> through for ages until I find what I'm looking for. <laughs> uh, I I just I just print the page out because uh, because uh, what you call it? Josh got me onto Aurora. Whenever you have a spell, it co- there's a separate page on the printhead that just has what the spell does and all the details on it. So it's like, okay, what spell do I want to cast? I go to those two pages. I'm like, okay, this one. <laughs> Whereas, like, the first ever character I played was a sorcerer, and I individually wrote on a piece of paper what each spell does in my own words. And, like, it took me so long to do that. So, like, I used to love spellcasters, but now I've kind of gotten a more of, like, a flavoring towards the melee classes, specifically monks. <laughs> um, for no reason other than... Monkey. Just... Monk. Monkey. <laughs> monk. Monk, monk, uh, monk. Yeah, but I, I just, I, I love, like, barbarians, I love uh, monks, um, fi- even fighters. I like fighters. Shoot me. They're boring, but I love fighters. <laughs> There's nothing also, wrong with playing a fighter. There's nothing yeah. wrong with, as long as you're not, as long as you are, is, if you're anything but a human fighter champion, you're, you're cool. Right, if you're a human fighter champion, you're, you're boring. But you, if you want to be, like, a dragonborn eldritch knight, awesome. Oh. One of my players oh, wants yeah. to play a um a a, a half no a, I think a half orc ruin knight in my, in the next campaign we're doing, or like in Bloody's game I'm playing a halfling gunslinger. Like the gunslinger is such a cool class. I know it's like some people don't really do critical role stuff, but like if you if you want some fun with the character, play a gunslinger. You'll have a great time with it. Nice. Some people don't allow firearms in their campaigns, though, so you have to establish it with your DM first. Yeah. Otherwise, you're yeah. going to be that one dude that rocks up with a character sheet that you've been working on for months, as you to be a gunslinger for your DM to go, actually, no. <laughs> um, can we replace those guns with daggers, actually? <laughs> we give you a pocket of rocks. You can just throw them at your enemies. It's basically yeah. the same thing. Put them in a yeah. sling. That's your shotgun. Because um, Eggy, Eggy's first um, blood-related class, his game is this Friday, and I, he, I'm i one of the players in it, and I, I asked beforehand, I was like, hey, is it cool if I play a gunslinger? Cause have a, I know, and also Lewis is playing in the game as well. Yep. Um, Ooh, nice. Oh, his characters, you, you, you can talk, do you want to talk about our characters for this game? They're so cool. Yeah, go for it. If you want to start off with yours. <laughs> if you guys don't mind, I kind of want to talk about my Absolutely. gunslinger. Yeah, go ahead. I'm hearing about people's characters. Oh, so he he is a he's a ghost wise halfling. So his eyes are completely white. Yeah. He has like jet black hair. He's literally dressed in like a cowboy getup. 
His name is Nickel, and he is a <laughs> gunslinger with a pepper box. And he is the luckiest son of a bitch because he has the lucky <laughs> feet. So I can't roll ones. I can physically cannot roll a one. That's so um, funny. Halfling, I think, like, we, we'll talk about races in a second. I love halflings. Halflings are one of my favorite races. Because they get they, they get the like they get the lucky feet without having to waste like a level four feet. They just have it. So a halfling mixed with a ghostwise halfling as a gunslinger is the best combination. Because they'll never misfire because they can't roll ones. You're just domino so, from Marvel Comics. Pretty yeah, much. Literally. And like he has like jet black hair and he's just he's just the, the luckiest son of a bitch you'll ever meet in your life. He sounds like this, and I can't wait to play him. He's going to oh. be such a chaotic I remember seeing I his uh, Hero Forge for the first time and just staring into his eyeballs for a good 10 minutes, because it's just pure <laughs> white. It's it's completely white. He oh, is... God, it's worse than Discord light theme. Oh, God. Oh, don't mention <laughs> it. What? Discord light theme. Oh, oh yeah, Discord light. Ugh. Gross. But, uh, yeah, the uh, the the gunslinger class is is amazing. Lewis, do you want to talk about your awesome character? We had some. Me and him were sitting in a call, like designing our characters. Yeah, together, it's uh, so good. So, funnily enough, mine's also a fighter, but I took the exact opposite path to the gunslinger, and I went for a champion. But as we were talking, a human fighter champion is no fun at all. So I made my guy a tabaxi. I've never played a tabaxi before, so I wanted this to be something new to me. And uh, it, it took me a good like week to get the character sheet all sorted out properly because I didn't have access to Tabaxi's stuff on my D and D Beyond, so I had to keep flicking between pages and then put it all on PDF myself. Um, yeah, I, th- I think what we worked out, didn't we, that my Tabaxi, uh, who's called Bane or Nightbane, um, he um, he's a full like five feet taller than Dan's character. Yeah, if, we, we, if, we, there's, a, there's a picture that we have of the size comparison between Nickel and Bane, and I don't even make it up to his waist. Like, the size comparison is so funny. It's like your head literally stops right at my belt buckle. <laughs> yeah. Nice. It's brilliant. Yeah. So my character's like 7 foot 11, and yeah, yours is 2 foot 11. Yeah, so tall cat. <laughs> we thought of the idea of maybe I could throw Dan's guy Nickel at, towards the enemies while he's shooting off his... <laughs> It's the ultimate pairing, but also our characters, their 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 alignments and their bits are literally like worst enemies. Yeah, literally complete <laughs> opposites. Because my guy, <laughs> I rolled for so I chose for him to be a soldier for his background, and then I rolled for his rankings and his um, and then after I got his rank, rolled for actually where in that ranking he would come. He uh came out as an officer, and then I rolled for what rank of officer he'd be, and he came out as a colonel. So my tabaxi not only is in the army, but he's a colonel, and he's one of the highest decorated members of the military. Nice. <laughs> also, oh, talk about the design. Talk about his fucking... Oh, yeah. yeah. So, um, originally, um, I set it up so that he would be a, a black jaguar tabaxi. So he's got black fur with really dark rosettes in it, so, like, patches, almost like the spots of a cheetah. Um, you can't really make him out unless you get really close to him. And then his eyes, one of his eyes is like an azure blue, and the other one is like emerald green. And the gems on the bases of both of his sword correspond to that. 
as well. But when he draws them, so when he's got them sheathed, the blue one and the green one, I does his blue and green eye, but when he takes them out, they're in opposing hands. Because uh, I remember, because I, I sent him a picture of like, because we were trying to get like reference out for tokens. He's like, oh, we found the picture, but he, originally he was going to have just all blue eyes. And Lewis photoshopped, he colored him one eye blue and then zoomed in. He's like, I can't, pu- I can't color in the other one blue. Blue, it, the different color eyes just look too cool. I can't do it. I can't commit to it. Heterochromia. <laughs> he has to have it. And then we came up with a full backstory for him and everything, didn't we? About how yeah. he came to be in the army and why he's so much different from other tabaxis. It, oh, I, I can't wait for that game on Sunday. Uh, speaking cool. of, uh, of races, like what I know, I have a feeling that Josh is gonna. I, I kind of know what Josh is gonna say, but what kind of races do you guys like to use? Are there any races that like you love to see, or like just some races that you haven't played yet that you want to play? I think I know what Josh's is, and I can already tell. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I'll you go Ranger. first. Hmm. Uh, well, I think I think we should let our guests go first. If Scorchy, yeah, that's uh, Scorchy. Um, can I? Can I pass? I need to think. <laughs> yes, no, I'm thinking. I'm trying to get a, a race list up as well. Give me one. Yeah, spot. that's what I'm doing. Is I, I uh, there's so many races, man. Yeah. All right. Now this won't come to a shock to any of you, but my favorite race is a Dragonborn. No, I'm just kidding. It's done. I think like you, you just like playing elves in general. You like you just. Yeah, I am basically game. Legolas. That's that. That's my shtick. I'm just Legolas. Nice. Uh, I I have I have yet to play any sort of elf. I've played a human. I've played a half orc. I I'll, but like half orc, one of my favorite races. Um, I'm I'm playing a tiefling in Luca's game, and then I have uh two halfling characters. Um, and what else do I have? Yeah, that's pretty much it. I have two halfling characters, a half orc character. And I have played a human before. Nice. Um, I always have found attraction towards tieflings personally. Um, whenever I like, kind of, they kind of always catch my eye. Um, honestly, I I've played so many different races. I've played an Asimar. I've played a Dragonborn. I've played I played like at least all the base classes or races except for like half work, I think. Um. Just because, I don't know, I just, I it, it, the way I create characters is more around the class than the race, and I kind of pick the race after to fit my, yeah. the person's personality. Race kind of comes last for me um, when creating, just because I like to implement the lore more and the character's personality. I have the, the same thing, and obviously I, um, I prefer DMing over actually playing. Mm-hmm. Like because I'm, it's 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 a huge flaw I have as a person. I'm like way too curious. I guess it's the right word for it. Like um, I I men's guts to know if you get if you get one of my drift. So what I usually have as a DM, obviously you know about everything, almost. And so it's more um characters from my players that I'm in love with like I've had someone make a oh, oh. oh there he is again 
I've had a friend of mine make a um, really basic human rogue called Justin Case. Just in case. <laughs> Just in case he needed the character. <laughs> and um, um, another friend of mine plays a halfling barbarian. And its entire gimmick is breaking kneecaps. <laughs> he only uses um, hammers and mauls with the character breaking people's kneecaps and stuff. He's coming for your kneecaps. Yeah. Oh, and um, Billy, obviously, um, he's playing um, a half orc in one campaign and a gnome in the other. And just his character flavor is so nice. The half orc is like low intelligence, so it's 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 about the same as the 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 chicken barbarian I played, me smash, bonk. And then oh, um, the wizard Nomi plays. Um, he has like flavored everything to be, like he's obsessed with the universe, and that's why he left his quote unquote hovel, mountain, whatever your gnomes live in. And so all his spells and stuff are flavored around universe That's and space. Cool. Yeah, it's so insanely cool. Nice. Lewis, do you have a favorite a favorite race? Um, I've always been drawn towards tieflings. It's always kind of coincided well with my like love for the rogue class. Just having that sort of evil shifty guy that sits in the corner of the tavern that everybody's watching and holding onto their coin purses rather tightly <laughs> you're 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 the you're that hooded figure that's in the corner of every tavern it's yeah just that's me so next time you're playing a game and somebody goes and there's a hooded figure you can't quite make out his face sitting in the corner of the tavern you go over there and you go hello grunkle you'll be fine <laughs> yeah nice. you promise you won't in in tomorrow's D and D session that me Dan and Gronk will be in, uh, if we do go to a hooded figure in the corner, it quite literally will be Gronk. Probably will be me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, in, uh, in a game that we play in with uh, one of our other cleric Sivus, Lewis in the game just plays a a plethora of NPCs. Um, that so anytime we're like currently he's like the captain of the ship we're on. And mm -hmm. so he has like a list of just all the NPCs that he's playing. So like half the people we run into are voiced by Lewis. Oh, it's brilliant. Because in the end, one of them will end up being the big bad that they have to fight for the end of the... So they don't know who it's going to be. There's just going to be a huge list of characters I'm playing as. And they're going to have to sit there and try and figure out which one of these might end up being the person that could do him in. Oh, don't trust cheap. any of them. <laughs> don't trust, trust them all. Any. Trust all of them. <laughs> I don't know if I can do that. I don't think I can trust all of them. It's gonna end up oh. being. Uh, it's gonna be Valdo being the BBEG. Uh, I swear to God, if it's Valdo, I'm gonna I'm gonna kick up. If it's Valdo, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna hurt someone. Valdo is so nice. Why would he be the BBEG? Well, apart from the fact that he he forgot to tell us that there was a a baby griffin on board. <laughs> right. Okay. So because I, I didn't have access to the sheets, I was supposed to have access to it. So I had no idea what was on that ship. <laughs> oh, so when so when you were role playing, be like, I didn't know it's on the ship. You literally just I literally <laughs> didn't know what was on the ship. <laughs> oh yeah. 
that's why I just kept saying the same thing over and over again. It's like, we transport many things on my ship. I am the man of trade. I do own a conglomerate that is literally about trading things worldwide. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Cybus, chime in anytime you want. <laughs> yeah, Cybus, uh, feel free to... <laughs> But that that won't happen again. I've actually got permission to look at everything now, so we won't come right. into that bump in the road. I'm actually working because we 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 took a week off because uh, one of our players had exams and stuff like that. But um, I'm looking forward to getting back into that game. It's been a while since I've actually like been a player of like an actual campaign because I'm so used to just DMing all the time with my group. Um, I quite enjoy being a player. Yeah, actually, I, it's go ahead. No, I was going to say, were you a DM or a player first? Oh, um, I was a player first. My first character, I remember very vividly, was yeah. a blue dragonborn um, paladin of Oath of... Um, the, what's the forest one? Oh, um... It's from the, from the player handbook. Oh, why can I not remember that? Same. I'm going to look it up real quick, but... Yeah, he was a paladin of that forest one, and I remember he was just super, like, yes, I protect the forest, and I take care of all of its creatures, and, like, we ran the Lorax? That's literally what came into my head. But what came into my head Glitter again, I break your knees. No, I was... And for some reason, they're speaking Vietnamese. Yeah. I believe it is... I don't even know what it's called, man. There's okay, redemption, oathbreaker, glory, devotion, conquest, vengeance, watchers. It might be watchers. Oh, ancients, oath of ancients. Yeah, because you're gonna say the watchers is is also like this kind of like higher power. That's a thing yeah. Watches. Oh, oath of ancients. That's what he was. Okay. And he and like we came across some rats, and he and he he was like, no, don't hurt them. I want to talk to them. <laughs> So you were like you were borderline druid, like basically. I I was playing the druid subclass of a paladin. I had like speak <laughs> with animals and stuff. But yeah, I I was a player first, and then that that was like more of a one shot game. And I played in a full game with some of my high school friends, and then dot because the guy wanted to take a turn being a player. Did you say that, like, the first card you ever played is, like, your favorite, or is it just because it holds, like, a special place? Um, the, it's not my favorite. My favorite is different, but he definitely holds a special place just because he was my first character, and he was actually, I would actually maybe like to try to play him again sometime, because I think a, a druid, like, a druid-styled paladin would be really cool. Oh yeah, definitely. What about you, Frank? Were you, were you um, a DM or a player first? I started out as a player, and this is gonna cause so much cringe. Oh uh, no! It 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 was a Tifling warlock. Oh, okay. Tifling warlock. That's yeah, tief, Tifling warlock. Like the, I, the I, standard. I think, I think the Tifling sorcerer is a bit more cliche. Uh, I feel like the warlock's more cliche. I don't know. I mean, the warlock's more cliche since tieflings are supposed to be fiend based already, yeah, aren't yeah. they? Yeah, that's fair. Mm -hmm. It's if you're a warlock of the fiend, especially, yeah. Oh yeah, which I was because we didn't have any other content other than the base. Pairs handbook. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> and like looking back at it, it's such a like cringe combination, but it's it it was hey, I really like 
the warlock um, stuff, and I wanted to go for the blade pact or whatever it was. So it's a more in the oh, fray. Yeah, yeah the, uh, more of an in the fray, hey, first I bash you with my sword and then I bash you with my Eldritch Blast. 120 feet, by the way. Eldritch Blast. Eldritch Blast. And so I looked at the, like, the, the, the race list and was just like, hey, he looks like he's, he needs to be belong to a fiend. Ah, hey, let's go. <laughs> and then upon playing D&D more like, I come in really happy, young, young grandpa, grandpa Dutchman. Into the session, I'm playing a tiefling warlock, and all of the experienced players on the table just went. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Who is he? We know him. I don't think we know who he is. <laughs> I invited him. Yeah, and then like um after uh, after the game, while we were having like a beer to wind down and stuff, um they like explained to to me how it's such like a basic basic bitch combination of classes and races. <laughs> oh. Yeah. But hey, I... Speaking on that, sorry, I this kind of cuts off the, the flow of what we were talking about, but... Um, no, go for it. Uh, speaking on that, though, I do personally believe that you can 100% make those basic combinations super interesting. You can definitely I, yeah. take a tea leaf tiefling fiend warlock and make them super duper interesting and fun um or a human fighter you know even oh yeah definitely it's all about and that's that's the thing about like creating character backgrounds too is that you can find this like that's what that's what draws me more when people do make their characters is the the backgrounds and their and their backstories more rather than the the class and race yeah but anyway yeah. Another way you're saying that like, yeah, your your first character wasn't your favorite. Like what what has been your favorite character that you have ever played? Yeah, um okay. I well one of them is the character I'm playing in the the qualifying, so I don't want to speak on that. So I'll say the other favorite is this um he is a tiefling wizard named Meek. Uh Meek. <laughs> yes. M H E E A K. Um, he, he's like, he used to, he's a wizard rogue multi-class, and he takes, basically his whole backstory is that he, um, with a, a partner, they were like heist doers, they would go stealing sh stuff from all around Neverwinter and Luskin and Waterdeep, just along the Sword Coast, and they would just, uh, yeah, they were, they, they balled out hard, and then, uh, they got caught by, like, this high guard and um he lost his arm and his friend in the in the fray so he he uh he's a wizard of um the wizard he is a uh, transmutation because he wants to try to bring his friend back friend back oh oh that's sweet yeah so but and his arm so <laughs> it's kind of a it's kind of a it's kind of a uh a full metal alchemist type deal <laughs> Oh, nice. Backstory. But he's, and he's very, like, to himself and, um, brooding and shy. And, but he's also a hopeless romantic. So, like, he'll constantly be reading novels. And then I always <laughs> wait for the, I was waiting for the party to, like, ask. And then they take it and it's, like, a romance novel. <laughs> oh, that's Aww. insane. And he's just, he's just a cute guy to so play. Sweet. 
yeah, he is, but he's but he uh puts on this like face of like being like hmm. Yes, whatever. Yeah, I really, really hope none of um Dan's a party are in chat right now because uh one of my favorite characters is actually one that he's going to be using as a character as a minion of the BBEG in his campaign. I see. Which is my uh monster wizard. Ooh, fun, fun. Gray character. Gray character. What was his name? Thelonious? Thelonious, yes. Thelonious? I like. Sounds regal. Yeah. It yeah. does sound regal. Uh, in Greek, I believe it means leader, and in Roman, it means uh, farmer. Oh. <laughs> it was eight. Nice. He farms the dead. Yeah, because for some reason, uh, it was uh, it was it's just randomized classes and races, and uh, basically all their characters ended up just becoming an, an evil party. Mm. Um, so, like, oh, I I I really want to like act on that one shot because I was saying I, I kind of want to run a campaign with some people from the server, just because like why not. But uh, yeah, but Talonius is such a fun character, a necromancer. Potentially quite dangerous. Potentially. <laughs> Potentially. <laughs> if he if he plays his cards right, Talonius could be a, an incredibly powerful wizard. <laughs> Brilliant. What nice. about you, uh, Frigan Lewis? Any any characters you've played that you would like like to talk about, or that are your favourite? I mean, I've got a couple. I've got lots of characters that I really enjoy playing. <laughs> One of which Go that Dan will end up meeting eventually, which is in my girlfriend's campaign. Um, oh. which is Zerillus, who is a uh, like four foot tall. He's four foot with his horns, I believe it was four six with his horns. He's four foot without them or something like that. Um, he is the shortest tiefling you will ever meet. And in the first session we ever had, I ended up marrying the Warforged in our party. Surrounded oh, by nice. clumps. <laughs> oh, that's insane. Uh, he's just, again, he's a tiefling rogue, but he's really tiny. He uh, has now got a little seat harness that attaches to the front of the Warforged with a quick-release handle so I can drop to the floor for battle. Oh, um, we had it specially made. I didn't even have to spend any money. My husband, the Warforged, paid for it for me because he doesn't understand money yet. <laughs> oh my god! He's he was he's been alive for like a total of four days, and we were married. Uh, we got married in like the like third day he was alive or something. <laughs> yeah, That's so funny. And my other character that I really enjoy playing is um in a campaign that a couple of people from the server were in, um where I play a dragonborn, a dragonborn ranger called Cinder, but it's spelt with an S. Um, <laughs> he is. A raging alcoholic, and it, his alcoholism got that bad that um, this is what I'm saying is what happened. But I wasn't able to participate in the campaign for that day. But, but what we're saying is that Cinder was so unusually smashed that he actually slept for like an entire three days. So yeah, uh, whatever my party did in those three days, I've got no idea what's happened. I'm still on the ship. I th apparently, they've joined a cult or something. Oh, Jesus. 
I haven't got a clue. I'm really lost as to what's going on in this campaign, and we're supposed to be doing it in, like, another two weeks' time or something. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm... I have to... Oh, no, you go, Frank. No, no, go on. Finish your story first. No, you're all right. I was going to split off something else. Okay, I'm still waiting for the chance to... Um, it's It's homebrew content. But it's um, something I used in my one shot. It's the 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 three halflings in the trench. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's it's a fighter archetype, and I'm still waiting. I I, I, I get someone to say, hey, yeah. Uh, oh, welcome back, Dan. It's really weird it being. <laughs> it's really weird being the other way around. Now that I actually have a computer. <laughs> yeah, it's Dan. No, but that's no, what I was saying. I'm still waiting. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm still waiting for the day to be able to use the three halflings in the trench coat fighter archetype. Yes. When that day comes, I want you to DM me so I can come and watch it. Yes. Yeah, I want to see that happen. For sure. Oh, that must be the 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 like. That's probably the homebrew thing I love the most. What about you, Dan? Three kobolds in a trench coat. Three kobolds in a trench coat. I think... Uh, well, my, my first ever character was my human sorcerer called Finbar. But I wouldn't say like he's like my favorite character I've ever played. Ah. Okay, so it's... it's Even though I haven't played him already, I have a feeling I'm going to love the character. It's the character that I'm planning on playing in Gronkle's Girlfriend's campaign. Um, he's a halfling barbarian called Garkus. Uh, Do the Gar voice. Garkus, Garkus Lawful. <laughs> he, he, he's just he's tiny, but he like he he th he likes to think he's a lot taller than he is. You know, he has he has big man energy. Oh, um, yeah. he's, he's ginger. Little man syndrome. He's like little man syndrome. Yeah. Um and like one of his uh one of his the animals or like the, <coughs> the totem he has he has the he has the duck totem, um so like he he loves animals but he also like likes fighting them to prove his strength, and uh Garcus I'm so excited to play Garcus, um but yeah I I I say other characters that I've played so far. It will probably be Fang from Sivis' game, Fang Maldora, my half orc barbarian. He's just he's 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 just a fumble. He's he's a mess, but he's he's a he's so much fun to play. Um, yeah, he he's a barbarian. He has one level in barbarian, so he can rage. But he's uh he's the College of Swords, I believe. Um, oh, the College of Swords is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. But he, he carries around a big um axe. I've always wanted to try to play a barbarian who has like an axe guitar. I always thought that'd be fun. Oh, why did I think of that? <laughs> oh, why did it. I not think of you that? You haven't used them yet. Steal it. I have. I have used them. I have like yeah. We're session in campaign. Dang. Ah. Uh, can can we can we just get you on as like a special guest? You can be like my old bandmate or something. Yeah, <laughs> like, hey, I bring you your old. Yeah. yeah, that'd be funny. Like a heroic moment. I show my up for fellow five barbarian. 
That would be fun. Just as like a, a just like a what you call it, um, like a filler. Like you just come in, it's like, oh man, I need a way to get this this item. How do I get it? Bring someone in to just give it to me and then leave. <laughs> right. Thanks like, for having us on our journey. Now I'm cool. <laughs> I'm I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna stay here and drink beer. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna just stay here. It's like I traveled all this way to give you your your axe. You left it at home. Oh, thank you, my friend. Please join us on our journey. Nah. <laughs> nah. I don't think I will. Yeah. Uh, I, I said, I was talking before the before we started streaming, and I was like, there's so much crazy stuff going on in the outside world right now. Like, the news that I, like, my news feed is just, I don't even know what to make of it. Oh. Like the whole like um the whole like GameStop stock stuff. Oh yeah, that stuff is crazy. Oh okay, we just lost this game. I I'm back. Welcome back. Sorry, yeah, the GameStop stuff. Like, what? Like, how did that even? I just woke up and it was like, oh yeah, by the way, like GameStop stock is like up like eight hundred percent or some shit like that. Right. Yeah. So basically, like, some guys on Reddit. Going on? Um. Some guys on Reddit saw that uh, hedge funds are trying to bankrupt the company GameStop. And a subreddit called uh, Wall Street Bets, they realized this. You know, they, they got people to invest in GameStop so that the stock prices go up and the hedge funds lose money. So people have been buying and investing into uh, GameStop and buying their stocks and then not selling them. So the price and value has been going up and the hedge funds lose tons of money. So it's basically just to get money, uh, scam corporate, big corporations out of money for trying to bankrupt yeah. smaller corporations. That's because I because I saw a video of like a Wall Streeter and he was like, "They're attacking us and they're 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 doing this to get at us." And it's just like, "No, nah, you just got played." <laughs> yeah. yeah, you got they're manipulating the market like we have been for fight for hundreds of years. Yes, the problem is uh. here. What? <laughs> And <laughs> beat you at your own game. But Im- imagine you got in. Yeah, pretty much. Is yeah, just you know. Now we are Wall Street. <laughs> yeah, it's stupid. But imagine, imagine getting in on that when like it started up. Like you'd be rich. Um, like fun fact. Go ahead. Wait, wait. What's this fun fact? Don't tell me. Don't tell me. So it's not just GameStop. It's AMC and other that have been doing yeah. it, but. There's this food chain, you might have heard of it, Popeye's Chicken. They have a promo going on where if you go and order food and use the promos AMC, uh, BN, BN or whatever, basically the names of the stocks that are that were used to stop hedge funds, you get a discount on your chicken. Nice. <laughs> no way. <laughs> That's kind cool. Of, they're playing into the meme aspect of the of the of the thing. Uh, Imagine just getting a discount on your food just from using like this. Literally, just started from just one person going, "Hey, buy stocks," and now everybody's in on it. And it's like it's just become this thing now. Oh, yeah. it's crazy! How like how like literally one post on Reddit. We're back. Hell yeah! <laughs> Press F for Josh's internet. Yeah. It died. Many F. F's in the chat. 
Rest in peace, Josh's internet. Rest in yep. peace, UK internet. Uh, UK but I, I, internet. I mean, even even despite not even UK it's... internet, it's just Virgin Media. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Oh no! No, don't the company they might shut us down again. <laughs> Shoot. We're oh, going again. Oh no. <laughs> Honestly, Virgin Media has been having issues for a while, man. Yeah. Um, like a mate of mine where I play League of Legends with also as Virgin Media and um, we were supposed to play some games this afternoon and he just tossed me a DM yo whenever I get into a game my internet just shits the bed he like gets 500 MS ping oh my god oh, that's so bad. Yeah. I mean Damn. I got to play the monkey game the entire day so yes. I... <laughs> you've been enjoying that haven't you nothing, nothing of value was lost monkey kill snake monkey kill snake monkey gets attacked by big cat what is the game called ancestors ancestors the humankind odyssey the humankind odyssey yeah oh I bought that game the day you we're, guys yeah. were in the chat and I, I decided to buy it and just it's all thanks to Bill. Bill bought it and I like uh, he streamed it for me. I think it was Friday night or Thursday night or something. Mm-hmm. And it's so like what it. It's yeah. oddly fun, yeah. I think that 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 tends to be like a theme in this Discord. Like one person gets like something really cool, shows it off and then everybody gets it and it yeah. just becomes like a like a thing. Like the soundboard and then now the monkey game. The like, what's the bank accounts. Yeah. I know. The anime profile thing we are all doing. That Oh that yeah. Uncle Dan. Uncle Dan. That was all me, yeah. Uncle Dan. Also, yeah, cuz I don't think the only person who doesn't have it is is Dutch, but like his his profile picture is um, too iconic. There's a couple yeah. other people. But also you can't me. make these anymore. They've removed the RPG maker from their website. Yeah. Oh, so they're all gone. Let me get yeah. the list back up. It's You me. can make Hickory still, but you can't make the ones the specific one we've got. Why? Because yeah. they're just not nice. They knew that I wanted to make a new one, and the day that I loaded in, it just went 404, nope, you're not allowed. <laughs> yeah, it's me, Bill, um, Fentus, Eggie. and Eggie. But I'm yeah, never, I've, Actually, speaking of the... You know, I mean from the Speak... clerics. Oh, clerics, yeah. Yeah. Like, I've had There's this picture. Yeah, I've had this picture since I've had Discord, so... I see. I've been using Pickrew since I've had Discord. This is not getting changed. No. I think if you did change it, we'd, we'd be worried about it. You know, Probably. Like, wouldn't hey, that be what what changes? Yeah, we, like, None of us would be able to find you. <laughs> I mean, if I, if I change it, eventually it's gonna be because I've retaken the picture myself. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you actually have the helmet yourself. Yeah. That's so cool. You want right. to see something epic? Yeah. Why not? I have it twice. <laughs> he has yeah. Two, <laughs> <laughs> it's not is the that the one strap. No, um, this this is the one with the busted strap. Ah. Um. So a friend of mine bought it in the uh because you um if I wanted to buy it from the Netherlands it was like. 150 euros and he could get it for 50 so i just paypal him the money and um he bought it but he shares his um wait you got a hundred euro off that just from getting it somewhere else 
I was expecting mm. you to be like, oh, I got her for like 125, but like 50? No, yeah, 50. And, um, but he bought it from his family Amazon account. Oh. And so and so his dad checked, and he was like, why are we shipping a Crusader helmet to the Netherlands? <laughs> and he cancelled the order, so he had to re-put in the order, but the order, order never got fully cancelled, so I just suddenly got another one sent to my house. Oh, oh so like they, they had shipped it, and so you just got it anyway. But I never That's paid for handy. it. And he never paid for it. So you basically got a second one for free, is what you're saying. You got a free helmet. Yeah. Hey, kind of progress. Kind of, very much. If I if Hell I just yeah. got a, if a helmet arrived to my house, I'd be so happy. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Although I am, I am. Um, my friend is making me an axe. Oh, I want so one excited. of Josh's axes. They look so I'm gorgeous. So nice. Because uh, like he 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 just took it up as like his quarantine habit. I think everybody has taken up a kind of habit over quarantine. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've got lots of habits. My cor- my habits over sleeping. I mean, I do that. I also do uh, get- not getting enough sleep. Um, yeah. <laughs> eating too much, not eating enough. Uh, over drinking. Dehydration. Over drinking. Keep building things, destroying things. I do it all. Um, Making money from the safety of my home and then spending it on things I don't need. <laughs> Why not? Um, I think my yeah, because he was like he he made a couple of axes and he was like, oh, you know, do you want an axe? And I was like, fuck yeah, of Hell course yeah. I want an axe. I want one. Well, I'm sure I told him to his face that I wanted one. You, you are you you have him. You've <gasps> added him. We play Rocket League together. Just text him and ask him, can you buy an axe? Rocket Rig. rates and all. Like. Rocket yeah, Rocket Rig. Good Rocket Rig. <laughs> Webcams uh, are gonna disappear for one second. That's fine. But I know why it's happening. Uh, you're not gonna see our nice faces. <laughs> oh, Gunkle right. over drinking. You drink pure ninety percent alcohol. Oh, that's it. That's... The wrong Discord. <laughs> what? No, you don't. So there's only. Avert your eyes. Don't look at it. This is my super secret social <laughs> Super serial social work. The webcams are back up. Okay. Avert your this eyes. This way I can actually use my Discord. Uh, so somebody asked us what was each of our quarantine habits. Um. What does what that entail? Someone else go, because I... I <laughs> so theirs was waiting way too long to shave and making making oh, a homemade forward. habit. Um... Dang it, where is it? There it is. This is my quarantine habit. Hey. I can't I can't show my quarantine habit on, on Twitch. Oh. No. Oh. Is it braiding your, um... Pubic hair. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> you know? oh, damn it! We got fight and found out. No. <laughs> no. What do you? What oh. do you? What mean? are you talking about? No. Stop. 
<laughs> well, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. Once we once we stop streaming, we'll be. Oh asking God, that's you what the wrong the model. Uh huh. Yeah. No. I think. I think my habit has just like doing podcasting stuff. Um, like literally, this show was like is a quarantine habit for us Ooh. as well. Yeah. Myself, Justin Lewis, like this is something that we were like, yeah, yeah. Let's do a podcast. Honestly. I think the only other habit I've had is spending a lot of, if not way too much time on Discord to the point where my mother came in, stood behind me and heard, I think it was a room of like 12 people all talking at once. And she was like, how do you deal with that? It's like having schizophrenia. I don't want to know what my mom knows what having schizophrenia is like, because I'm pretty sure she's never <laughs> been diagnosed with it. But Hi, Joke's on you. I already have it. So... <laughs> yeah. I mean, I do hear voices uh, in my head, but it's just, like, not 12 at once. Uh, yeah. It's mostly just, like, one or two, or seven. Yeah. <laughs> really gruff one in the back of my head that just says, stab him now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think, I think like, for Oof. most people, like, quarantine is either they, they get fit, or they play video games. That's, it's one of the two. You, you can't have both. <laughs> Or you do all of it, like I do. You get bored and go through the whole cycle. You exercise, don't exercise. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't hit that exercise craze yet. I you not? haven't. No! I sat there on call one been, morning like, and just did loads. No, I have. I just haven't gotten that, like, workout, like, let's, let's get fit. It just hasn't happened yet. Uh, I, I've been dieting. That's something I've been doing, because I... I was starting to gain too much weight for my liking, so I, I've been not eating it, or I've been trying to, like, slow down my eating habits and be better at, like, controlling myself, I guess. And that, that's something that I haven't, that I didn't previously do before the lockdown. I don't know if you've heard of the, Dan and Josh might have heard it because it's heavily advertised in the UK, the gadget discovery box that you get monthly. Mm. Yeah. Have you seen that I got I started that a few months ago. Um couple of months ago now at this point and i got this big smoothie blender thing it's like a portable smoothie blender so i've been getting loads of fruit and stuff and just been drinking loads of smoothies so i'm way healthier than i've ever been i love nice. smoothies i like smoothies i'm become a just... guru of making smoothies dan just wait till you come to britain yeah. i think I, that's one thing i'm so looking forward to is when lockdown is over and we can all travel and see each other Cause like we. Well, Dan comes like, to Ireland to see me, but I go to Ireland to see him, and we just like. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! Did you say when I go to Ireland to see you? No, when you come to here, when you come here to see me, and then I'll go to Ireland to see you, and we'll go like that. <laughs> just miss each other. Yeah, well, well our planes, <laughs> our planes will go past each other. <laughs> just see you out of a window, like. Yeah, like we, we both. We both... We're both we're both gonna surprise each other, and we just happen to fly out on the same day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there you go, Bushki just put future podcast idea: D and D themed workout craze. You expect me to do workout? Lift that dice bag. It's like a a bag of like five thousand dice. Josh just yeah. happens to be ill that day. <laughs> yeah. He's pre-planned it. Carry all those module books up those stairs. Run, run, run. Josh, we'll do it with bottles of Jack Daniels. So the more bottles that you hold in your hand, the heavier it'll be. And then you've got to do squats. All right, now you're speaking my language. Oh, yeah. 
It's all about how you wear it. You it's not. It. They don't think it's exercise if there's alcohol involved. <laughs> uh, I think uh, for, for the, the last the last couple of minutes, we should uh, open the chat if anybody has any questions for our guest. Oh yeah, or definitely. just for all of us in general. I'm gonna uh, roll this. Yeah, if you want to ask Scorchy about his game, any questions about DMs from both of them, feel free to ask. Please, ask questions. While we wait for the chat to come in, uh, Josh and Dan, roll for outro. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, jeez. Oh, you joking. Oh. You joking. You got another 7. You got another 20, didn't you? No, it was a 19 and then bounced onto a 1. Oh. It, like literally, it was like on nineteen. Right, Dan, I just keyboard and rolled over to a one. I'm so upset. Wait, what did you get? Huh? What did you get? I asked first. I got a seventeen. <laughs> Looks like you're doing it. Then I got a six. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you made me think you got like an eighteen or something like yeah. that. Nah. <laughs> I like how seventeen's been the winning number for both intro and outro. Yeah. yeah like, the, uh, the past the past two outros I've done I've rolled seventeens and then I rolled a four this time. Yeah. yeah. I I like how the last episode we rolled for outro and Eggy was like, Can I roll? And he got the highest and he did our yeah. outro for our show. And if you've enjoyed seeing our special guest, me. <laughs> yeah, special guest me. Oh. That Jeff, was if brilliant. there's anything that you guys want to say before we, we head off, um, or if Josh or Lewis, you have any questions for them before we sign off? Um, yeah, I'm trying I to think now. Personally. <laughs> the special guest thing is not even the special guest. It's still uh, Hannah from two DM qualifications ago. Oh dear. Um... Hannah, yeah, Hannah's that... character during that game was great. Nova was amazing. I just wanted yeah. to say that. That was the robot, wasn't it? Yes, the Nova. Warforged, yeah, yeah, yeah. Warforged Paladin, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, I, so, yeah. I believe so. Yeah, yeah I did. Oh. That was that was a good game. That all of you in costumes was just brilliant. Yeah. I don't think any messages about questions have come through. Um. Summer, no. Do this instead. Yeah. Oh yeah. wait, you already ended the stream. Oh, no, I haven't ended. But no, I can't. Okay. Two seconds. No. Right now, we do the whole thing. Um. <laughs> yeah. So, thank you so much for tuning in to our fourth episode okay. of the High Crisp Low Intelligence Show. Um. Thank you so much, and Scorchy for being in the show. It was great to have you guys on. Yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, be sure to check us out on Spotify if you want to listen no, to this yeah, again. Um, that'll be up at some point this week. But thank you guys for coming on the show.